ladies and men. Andy here, author of The Best Tinder Guide on the internet and winner of World's Best Dad. And that's without even having any children. This is the Kill You in a Loser show. Let's fucking go. Super, super, super quick, fun, easy one today. We're going to talk about playing to win, gentlemen. So there was a guy on my forums. If you're not familiar with forums, what they are is they are a website where you can post logs and cool shit like that. I'm making a fucking joke here. You guys should all know what the fucking forums are. If you haven't been on my forums, you're a bunch of fucking fags. Go on my forums. Good people on there. Uh, One guy called Spider Jerusalem. Good guy. He's making a bunch of changes right now. He's busting his ass. He's putting in the fucking effort. He's been on dates. He is changing himself. Give him a lot of credit. He's putting in a hell of a lot of work. He basically is going on a, or he'd already been on a couple of dates or a date or whatever with this chick and things were going pretty well. And he basically said, I'm going to take her out for the next date and we're just going to have a super chill date. We're going to go out and get some fucking milkshakes or something. I'm just going to see where it goes. At this point, I'm just going to take it easy and I'm going to get back into dating. I'm not going to push myself. No stress. If I get laid, I get laid. Uh, If I don't, I don't. And from the sounds of it, what I picked up on was that he was basically not going to try to get laid. And I am a big fan of letting yourself off the hook sometimes and not pushing, especially in the bedroom. Like if you have erectile dysfunction issues or if you have performance anxiety and you're really fucking terrified that you're not going to get a boner, my first fucking strategy is don't have sex. And what I mean by that, let's clarify. I say, tell yourself that you're not going to get laid that night. Take the pressure off yourself, but still do other shit. Make out with her, finger her, go down on her. You know, if you want, if you think you can, you can let her give you a blowjob, but essentially make her feel fucking good. Play with some toys if you have a vibrator or something. If not, that's fine. Try tying her up if you want. Try blindfolding her. You can just use an old scarf or something or a fucking blazer. Use the arms from the blazer. You know, have a bit of fun with her. Take the pressure off. You don't have to have sex, but do all the other shit. And I think sometimes people mistake this philosophy and they go too far in that direction. And so they say, I'm going to take the pressure off, like Andy says, but I'm going to take the pressure entirely off. I'm not even going to kiss her. I'm not even going to invite her back to my place. I'm not even going to try, essentially. That's too far in the other direction. That's too much of an extreme. So what I said to this guy is, look, if you play it too safe too many times, you're going to lose. Girls aren't going to sit around forever going on dates with you, waiting to for you to fuck them. Eventually, she's going to feel like he can't be that into me because he hasn't even tried to sleep with me or invited me back or even kissed me. Maybe I'm ugly. I don't think I'm going to meet him again because it hurts not being wanted. And this is the thing. I've spoken to girls about this exact fucking topic where they go on dates with guys and it's like the guy is basically friend zoning her because in his mind, he's nervous and he doesn't want to push it and he doesn't want to get rejected or he's doing what this guy's doing where he's like, I'm going to take the pressure off myself. You know, I'm just getting back into dating. We're going to be chill. From the girl's point of view, you got to see it from her point of view. Women's biggest... I guess you'd say fantasy, but it's not even a fantasy. It's like, it's the way female sexuality works is being desired. Women like being desired. They need to feel desired, wanted, needed, lusted after. Women want to feel fucking hot. And if you don't make a move, what you're communicating, what you're showing is I'm just not that into you. 
I, I'm kind of into you because I'm on this date with you, but I don't want you. I'm not fucking hungry for you. I don't need you. You're not so fucking sexy that I can't even control myself. I have to fucking have you. That's what turns women on. That's what makes women feel good. That's validating for women. And if you're sitting there going on dates and, you know, having milkshakes and which is lovely, but that's a fucking friendship date. That's what you do with your bros. You go out and you have a fucking ice cream or you have a fucking milkshake and you chill, right? That's what you do with your bros. That's a friendship date. She's going to get the message that, or it's pretty fucking obvious. The message is pretty fucking obvious that you're just not that into her. Because if you were, you'd have to fucking invite, you wouldn't have a choice. You'd be like, come back to my place. You're fucking sexy. Come back to my place. And let's sit on each other's fucking faces and eat each other's buttholes, right? You'd be so fucking horny that you wouldn't be able to control yourself. So I, I went on to say to him, you're playing it safe, not because you don't really care if you get laid, which is what he said. He said, I don't really care if I get laid. That's not why you're doing it, but you're doing it because you're scared. That's why you're holding back. And what do we do when we feel fear? We run towards it. I've done many podcasts on this topic. My One of my life philosophies is when I can feel myself being a bit of a pussy, which I do all the time. Guys, I'm a fucking pussy. I'll be the first person to tell you I'm a fucking pussy. I'm a coward. I'm a little pussy bitch. I am the definition of a beta fucking male, if you want to use that term. I get scared all the fucking time. I don't like confrontations. I like to avoid things. I'm... I have an addictive personality and I'm very addicted to a bunch of self-medicating tools. I like to just fucking lay on the couch and be a lazy little piece of shit. And so a philosophy that I've introduced into my life several years ago and I stick to is anytime I feel a fear or anytime I don't want to do something or anytime I'm avoiding something because I'm scared, I run towards it. I, I consciously make an effort to say, right, now that I'm scared, now that I've identified I'm scared of this thing, shit, that means I have to do it. I have no choice. I have to fucking do this now. Otherwise, I'm a fucking pussy. So, you know, I said to this guy, run towards fear, man up and play to win. Meet her in public, go for a walk, grab a bottle of wine or whatever else, some fucking beers, take it back to your place or her place and have some fucking fun. Yes, if you're really fucking nervous, you don't have to have sex, but have the next best thing, which is fingering, making out, fucking all of that shit. When I say don't have sex, I still mean push towards fucking sex. Like, push in that direction, move in that direction, communicate to her that you want to fuck her. Tell her, hey, I'll fucking come back to my place. You're sexy. Kiss her. Hold her fucking hand. Anything. Just move towards sex, right? So, we're not here to fuck around, is what I said to this guy. We're here to win Stop messing about, put some actual skin in the game and play to win. And this is an important topic. A lot of people play not to lose. And so what I mean by that is what this guy's doing. And, and, you know, I've seen a million other people do this. I, I won't pick too hard on this guy. This is like, he's just an example out of hundreds of people who've done this. I've fucking done this in the past when I was new and nervous and all of that. You play to not win. Sorry, sorry, start again. You play to not lose. You're terrified of getting rejected, so you play it safe. And in your mind, you're like, I don't want to lose. I don't want her to leave. I don't want to screen her out. I don't want to say something that's too over the line. I don't want to scare her off. I hear guys say that all the time. I don't want to scare her off. I don't want to be too assertive. I don't want to be too blunt. I don't want to be too, uh, I don't know what you'd say, too too forward. There you go. I don't want to be too forward. That's you trying not to lose. You're playing not to lose. You're never going to have an elite life. You're never going to reach your goals if you're sitting there playing not to lose because all you're doing is focusing on losing. You're I use this analogy all the time. If you have a little kid 
and he's trying to learn to ride a bicycle. And you say to him, see that tree in the distance? Let's say you're in a park and there's a tree in the distance. You say, see that tree in the distance? Whatever you do, do not ride into that tree. Do not hit that fucking tree. Don't hit that tree. It's super important you don't hit that tree, which is another way of saying don't lose, right? So don't hit that tree. The little kid will, will fucking, he'll be wobbly on his little handlebars. He'll start pedaling. He'll be shaky and wobbly and he'll be fucking going. And then guess what? Every single fucking time he will hit that tree and you'll run over and you'll go, why did you hit that tree? What are you fucking retarded? Obviously, please don't talk to children like this. I'm, I'm making a joke here. Please never berate children or tell them that they're fucking retarded because that's a really good way to mess them up for life. But, you know, in your mind, you're like, are you fucking retarded? I said, don't hit the tree. So you run over, you go, why'd you hit the tree? What are you doing? I said, don't hit the tree. What's going on? And it's not even the little kid's fault because all he was doing was fucking looking at that tree going, don't hit the tree, don't hit the tree, don't hit the tree, don't hit the tree. And because he's looking at the tree, which way does a bicycle go? A bicycle goes the way you're fucking looking and the way your handlebars are pointing. And so he's staring at the tree, pointing his bike at the tree. He's going to hit the tree, guaranteed. Instead, if you say to the kid, see that big open field over there where there's no fucking trees, go that way. Go into the field. Guaranteed he can't hit the tree because he's looking at the open fucking field. So that's why I say you want to play to win. Instead of playing not to lose, instead of saying, I don't want to scare her off. I don't want to pressure myself. I don't want to, you know, do something that's too forward. I don't want her to get the wrong impression of me. You know, all of these are different ways of you phrasing that you're trying not to lose. And what's going to happen is you're going to fucking lose. Because you're going to go on five fucking dates where you don't make a move, you don't kiss her, you don't invite her back. She's going to feel like she's not that pretty or she's not that sexy or you're not that into her. It's going to feel like a friendship date because there's no fucking chemistry if you don't do anything romantic or sexual or intimate or physical or even just fucking invite her back to your place and try and kiss her. If you do none of that, that's a friendship date. And what's she going to say? What are you both going to feel? You're going to feel like, ready? There's just no chemistry here. Because you haven't done anything fucking physical or intimate or romantic. You haven't kissed her. You haven't tried to fuck her. You haven't done any of that. You're just on a date, having milkshakes, talking about fucking boring bullshit. Or it could be interesting bullshit. But that's what you do with friends. It's going to feel like a friendship date. And then eventually she's going to say, I'm just not feeling the chemistry or I don't know. Can we just be friends or I'm not going to come for another date because I just feel fucking ugly because you don't make a move on me. So guys, we're not here to fuck around. We're here to win. We're playing to win. Stop worrying about losing. Stop worrying about like, oh, I can't lose. It's like, no, no, no. Play to win. And yes, that does mean you will screen some girls out. Yes, that does mean some girls will say, look, I'm not ready for romance. I don't want to have sex. I don't want whatever it is you're looking for. That's a good, excuse me. That's a good thing. That's what we're looking for. We want to find the people in life that gel with us, that want the same things as us, that are on the same team as us. If that's women, if that's dating, if that's getting laid, that means if you're looking for something casual, that means you want a girl who also is looking for something casual. If you're looking for something, you know, eventually a little more romantic and serious and long-term, 
And by the way, I'll throw in the caveat, if you're looking for something long-term, still start off as a casual relationship. Please don't go girlfriend fucking hunting. That is too much pressure for a girl. It's too much pressure for you. It's not the way to find a girlfriend. You start off casual and then you build it into something more. But if you are looking for something, you know, long-term, you will at least be open-minded to those sort of things. And you'll find the girls that are open-minded to something long-term. After you've dated for, you know, I, I recommend at least six months relatively casually. Don't get fucking serious in the first month. That's the stupidest shit that I see guys do. A bunch of you do it. I shouldn't say a bunch of you. I've seen a bunch of people do it. But if you're looking for friends who are into self-improvement, you will screen out normies. I've talked about this a bunch on recent podcasts. On Bumble, you can go on Bumble, there's a friendship section on Bumble. I'm on there, I just leave it on all the time because I'm always open to meeting new guys into self-improvement. And I have a copy-paste template that I send, basically saying, yo, I'm Andy, here's a bit about me, I'm into self-improvement, run my own business, you know, looking for guys that want to work on their own goals as well, let's be friends. I copy-paste that. You have no idea how many guys, like, this is going to blow some of your minds, but you have no idea how many guys, and, and by the way, my girlfriend Imogen does the same shit on her Bumble looking for female friends. She has a copy paste template, same sort of shit. I'm looking for women who are into self-improvement, blah, blah, blah. You have no idea how many people reply to us and say, that's too much pressure. I don't want self-improvement. I'm just looking for friends that I can smoke weed with and sit on the couch and eat Doritos and be a lazy fucking fat piece of disgusting fucking shit who's probably going to die from fucking COVID because I don't take my body seriously and I'm a fucking loser and I'm going to die when I'm like 40 because I'm just fucking a mess. Yeah, they don't say all that. I'm exaggerating, but they do essentially give off that vibe. They essentially say, this is too much. I'm just looking for friends that want to just fucking part, like just have beers and smoke weed. And so... That's a good thing. I want to screen those people out. My girlfriend Imogen wants to screen those people out. Why would we want to be friends with those people? By definition, by their own admission, I'm a loser. Like literally, I'm a loser. I have no fucking goals. I have nothing I want to improve at. That's a fucking loser, guys. That, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. That's a fucking loser. That's a good thing. That's you playing to win. Same with, you know, women. You want to screen out the girls that aren't looking for the same shit as you in business. You want to screen out the people that aren't looking for the same thing as you. What do I do in my coaching? Any of you that have signed up for coaching or even just read the fucking coaching page. In fact, even if you don't want to sign up for coaching, this isn't a fucking pitch. I don't give a fuck if you sign up for coaching. It's your fucking life. Do whatever the fuck you want. But go on my coaching page right now. So go to killyourinaloser.com forward slash coaching. Just quickly skim read it. Don't even don't watch the videos. Don't read the testimonials. That's too much effort. But like just skim read, especially click the button that says, I want to sign up for coaching now. There you go. Just do that. Don't even read what's on the coaching page. I'll tell you what's on the coaching page. For the most part, the coaching page is like, I use it as a tool to say, here's all the people who are fucking serious about changing in their life. And here's how they changed their life. If you're not serious, if you're not this serious, get the fuck off my website. Like get the fuck off this coaching page. Don't fucking click the button. That That's what the coaching page is there for. It's there 50% to show you other people who've changed their life. So you can go like, fuck, maybe I can do it too. Maybe Andy can fucking help me. And 50% as a screening tool to show you, like I literally use the terms, do not fucking message me if you're not serious. Like you have to be ready to change your fucking life. Otherwise, don't even waste my time emailing me. But what I want you to do is go onto that page, click the, the green button that says, uh, sign me up for a fucking quick call, like a phone call so we can talk about this. On that page, have a look at the questionnaire that I have. I have literally a fucking questionnaire. 
and I have like a video you have to watch this and don't watch the video. Just look at the questionnaire. It's a screening tool again, a hardcore fucking screening tool. You have to fill out a fucking questionnaire. And one of the questions is literally like on a scale of one to 10, like how serious are you about changing your life? If anyone replies with less than a nine or a 10 out of 10, I don't fucking, I literally reply and say like, you're not serious. Like go and have a think if you're actually serious. Otherwise, fuck off. Like you're wasting my time. If the person replies and they don't write enough detail in all of those questions, like I'm expecting a paragraph or two for every single question. If they don't do that, I don't work with them. I say, you're not actually serious. Get the fuck out. And so the point that I'm making with this story here is everything I do in order to get someone even on a call with me. And by the way, and then people jump on a phone call with me on a Zoom call and we talk for like an hour to see if they're even fucking serious. And if I think they're not, I literally say, I don't think we're going to work together. I only work with people that are serious. So how fucking hardcore is that screening? Why? So that then at the end, everyone I'm working with, everyone who makes it through that insane screening process, I know they're serious, right? Like I know they're serious. Like, of course it's, and then the price of the fucking coaching, which is, I'll give you a heads up, several thousand fucking dollars for just the group coaching, let alone the one-on-one coaching with me. That itself is a screening tool. I literally have it like that. So that if someone goes, that's a lot of money, I can be like, well, you're not fucking serious then. I took out a fucking $10,000 loan to move to the center of my city so that I could get laid. Imogen and I took out a $20,000 loan to start my fucking coaching business. If you're not willing to do that shit so you can change your fucking life, well, then you're not that serious. Like all of that shit I have put in place to screen like fucking crazy gentlemen, fucking crazy. That's how crazy I want to screen so that what I am left with is the people that are really fucking serious that aren't fucking around. I do the same with my dating life. I do the same with my friendships. That is what we're here for, guys. You are here. I mean, Mark Manson talks about this concept. If you don't know who Mark Manson is, he, he a lot of his content is very fucking similar to the same sort of ideas that we talk about. He has an article called Fuck Yes or No. And the point of this article is, you know, if it's friendships, if it's relationships with women, if it's business relationships, whatever it is, you want to find the people who are a fuck yes, as in they say, fuck yes, I want to work with you, or fuck yes, I want to date you, fuck yes, I want to sleep with you. You find those people, if they say, uh, maybe, or yeah, I mean, we could, yeah, like, that's a no. It's either a fuck yes, or it's a no. Anything less than a fuck yes, count that as a no. There is no like, yeah, there is no like, maybe, I eat. Guys, I even on my, I stole this from him. I stole that concept from him and this other guy called Dan Locke, who gives a lot of advice on making money and that. I stole it from those two people. Every time I sit down on a coaching, like a, a call to figure out if someone's going to work with me, the first fucking thing I say, I say, right, let's start with this. If you want to work with me, we're going to go through coaching and all that sort of stuff. I'll talk about, you know, your insecurities. We'll talk about whether I can actually help you, which spoiler alert. Yeah, everyone can be fucking helped. But And if you decide that you want to work with me, say yes. If you decide you don't want to work with me, say no. But if you say maybe or let me think about it or I'll get back to you and tell you, that's a no from me. That's a fucking no from me. I never work with anyone who emails me later and says, hey, I'm ready to start now. I've decided it's yet. No, fuck you. You either decide yes or no in the moment. If you can't decide, that's fine. We just won't work together. I'm looking for a fuck yes or a no. All of this long story is a roundabout way of saying the harder that you can screen in life, like with friendships, me with coaching, 
with women, with your business relationships, maybe jobs that you apply to, you only work at a business that's like, fuck yeah, man, we're excited to have you rather than like, you know, oh, I guess we like, if you screen for the people that are fuck yes, if you play to win, life is so much fucking smoother. Life is so much fucking better. Instead of this mission to not lose, which you're going to lose by default if you go about life like that. So please play to win. I'm really proud of this guy, this Spider Jerusalem guy, because after I wrote all of that, he's a pretty self-aware guy from what I've seen in his log. After I wrote all that, he said, you're right, Andy. Upon reflection, I am lying to myself. I need to take a risk and make a move. So I've arranged another date with her next weekend. I'm going to try and seal the deal when I see her next. I'm going to figure out the logistics. She does She does seem very receptive and interested. The worst that happens is she says not tonight. I'm going to note what happens. Thank you for the push in the right direction. Fucking brilliant. Good fucking man. And yes, exactly right. Like you don't even lose if you push to win here, right? Like especially with dating. Dating is the nicest fucking... You get multiple chances. Like if you fuck it up... You have to fuck it up really fucking horribly for a girl not to see you again. If you say to a girl, hey, come back to my apartment. I'm having a lot of fun. Come back to my apartment and we'll have another drink. If she doesn't feel like doing it that night, she'll just say exactly what this guy said. Not tonight. That's the worst that happens. Then the next day, you just try again. If she says not tonight, you just say cool. And you try again the next day. If it happens three times in a row, have a fucking conversation. Literally just say like, look, I don't want to press you and shit. Like it's your life. You can do whatever you want. I can't make you have sex with me, but it does feel like you don't want to come back to my place. Sex is super important to me. Let's talk about it. Like what, what's going on? Are you just not feeling the chemistry? Are you just feeling a bit nervous? Like, is there something else? Did you just want to fucking be friends or something? If that's it, just tell me and we can stop, you know, like, I don't want to waste your time. You don't want to waste my time. Like what's going on? Let, let's talk. You can have that fucking conversation. You can figure out what's going on, talk like adults and and figure it out. That's the worst that ever happens. And what happens 99% of the time when you make a move and she's she she doesn't want to cuz she's nervous is she'll just say not tonight, but then she'll fuck you the very next date because you were chill. If you're just like, yeah, no, that's fine. That's cool. Like we'll hang out for a little bit more and maybe I'll catch an early night. I'll walk you back to the train station. This was a hell of a lot of fun. I really want to see you again. Like if you're just chill like that and you don't try and pressure her and you're not like, oh, please, baby, like come to my place, please. Like, please. Like if you're just not trying to fucking pressure her, most girls the next day are like, wow, this guy was actually fucking chill about sex. Like I'm going to fuck him next time. She just needs a bit of fucking time to think about it. Or she has a dumb rule in her head saying, I'm a slut if I sleep with him on the first day. You know, you know, all these like dumb fucking rules that some chicks have. I shouldn't say the rule is dumb, but it's dumb because a lot of the time they, they, they have it for a dumb reason. They have it for, I don't want to feel like a slut. And it's like, well, who's fucking making you feel like a slut? You are. Anyway, good job for this guy. I want you guys to play to win. Remember that we're here to play to win. If you have a business, you know, you can try screening as hard as I fucking do if you want to. I should say it works that well for me because I have, if you're just starting a business, you probably don't want to screen that fucking hard, especially if you're doing a coaching business or something. The reason I can screen that hard is two separate reasons. One, I have a bunch of really good testimonials from guys that I have helped and changed their life. And when I say testimonials, it's not just a written testimonials. If you have a look at my fucking coaching page, it is literally like hour long videos, interviews with people about how their life has fucking changed in the coaching with me. 
I also have, you know, a bunch of written testimonials as well. So if you're going to screen that hard, you do need to get testimonials. You do need to show people that like, look, I'm not just like talking theory. I have actually changed some lives. Like here is how I have changed lives. And then on top of that, you obviously have to have a potential market. I can screen that hard because I have somewhat of an abundance, right? I have a bunch of, every fucking week, I get new people saying, hey, I'd like to work with you. Hey, can you coach me? Hey, I need you to coach me. Like, if I had no inquiries, if I had no potential market, if I had no one messaging me, then yeah, I can't screen that hard, can I? Like, there's no one to screen. So, at the start, I didn't screen that hard. I wasn't charging that much money. I didn't tell people to fuck off if they weren't serious. I'd just work with anyone that wanted to work with me because I needed the fucking money to pay the bills. That's the third thing. I don't necessarily need the money to pay the bills. Obviously, I need money to pay the bills, but I make more than enough money at this point in time. I think I'm averaging about, I don't know, 20,000 US dollars a month. It depends on the month. It depends on the month. Let's say it's like, I don't know, a bad month is like 10,000. A good month is like 30,000. I'll look at, look at my books at some point and give you guys an accurate figure for that. But essentially, you can screen that hard if you want to, once you're in a place of abundance, or screen that hard from the very start if you're okay with like screening a lot of people out and waiting a little longer before you get clients. Same with women. If you want to screen that fucking hard, screen that hard. But you have to just obviously be okay with like a lot of girls will be screened out. If you want to screen that hard with friendships, you have to be okay with not having a bunch of friends. I personally don't have a bunch of friends. I'm not a person that has a bunch of friends. I have... I don't know, like fucking 10 friends online who are just solid fucking bros. That's online friends. In person, I have about like five friends in person. Some people say that's a lot of friends. Some would say it's not, but that's because I screen so fucking hard. So I have to be okay with having less friends and being more patient before I meet the next friend because I'm screening so fucking hard. But if you guys want to screen that fucking hard, absolutely go for it. That is the definition of playing to win. Screening is just playing to win. Proud of this guy, Spider Jerusalem, for taking that feedback on board. Hope he gets laid. And if he doesn't, it doesn't really matter because there's a million other women out there. Well, there's four million, four billion other women out there. Some of them will be old. So technically, a lot of those women will be old, but you guys get the point. There's probably what, like fucking 500 million really attractive young women out there for us to fuck. That's a lot. Go out there, guys, as always, and crush those fucking goals and play to win, play to win.